My next guest truly loves to move people towards a place where they truly feel connected with their business's employer brand. For 20 years, his passion has been helping brands create greater sense of belonging that enables them to attract and retain the right talent. Having worked with countless employer brand teams who work for iconic brands like EY, BHP, Allianz, Toll, AGL, ING, Lion, Bankwest, Rolsch, the list goes on. My next guest has a history of delivering valuable employee brand projects focused on EVP strategy and development, employee brand and amplification for their EVP. Simon Jury, welcome to Talent Places. Thanks, David. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Got a really awesome episode uh, coming up where you um, are really going to hone in on, on what you're really mostly passionate about uh, when when working with these incredible brands. Uh, so I can't wait to to unpack uh, that. But for those who don't know who you are and, and Belong Creative, can you can you share uh, a little bit about uh, what Belong Creative are all about? Sure, I'd love to. So Belong Creative. We're a cre uh, creative communications consultancy uh, and we specialize in bringing value propositions to life. I'd say everything we do, it's driven by our purpose, which is to create belonging. Nice. And, and um, for those who have gone through an EVP and, and um, you know, who, who are in the process of, of um, executing their EVP, uh, which you do help people with, um, what are some of the things they should be thinking about when, when amplifying their, their EVP? Um, I think it really should come back to what are their business objectives? You know, what are they seeing uh, in terms of their talent strategy to support their business strategy? So, you know, is it about transforming reputations? Is it attracting talent, the right talent? Is it reducing attrition? Is it increasing engagement? So it's very much a business by business um, proposition, depending on, on where you're headed and your talent journey. And what do you feel works best um, in isolation with, with a few of those uh, use cases that you mentioned in, in how they're, they're move, planning to move the needle? Um, with the type of people that need to be engaged with the project, project uh, internally for that to really happen? Yeah. Look, um, it's a good question. I think it, what I find with a lot of our clients is that there is often a bit of a roadblock just getting the EVP up and running. Sometimes it's the C-suite might not appreciate what is an EVP, what can it actually do as a business. You know, it's not just a, a marketing tool, it's actually a business tool that can help transform um, the way uh, you attract and engage and retain talent. Um, so I think getting buy-in from the C-suite, educating them on how it can actually solve some of the problems they have uh, in the business is probably the first step um, to, to getting the EVP off the ground. Where do you see some of the opportunities to operationalize the EVP? Yeah, look, it's a shame you spend this time sort of developing it and you don't want your EVP to, to sit on the shelf. Um, and I think operationalizing your EVP, it just makes sense. Um, and what does that look like? Well, 
to me, um, we create uh, like interactive toolkits. They help educate leaders around what is the EVP and how can they leverage it, you know, every day in the moments that matter. Equally, toolkits for recruiters, for hiring managers, you know, it might be for using in interviews to reflect on the EVP or performance uh, reviews. Um, and then looking at all the different touch points. Like I think we think a lot about externally uh, attracting talent, but there's so many touch points, you know, um, after recruitment, onboarding, engagement, even offboarding, alumni, where you can embed the EVP uh, into your operations, into your systems and processes. So you mentioned toolkits at the start. What does a toolkit look like for a hiring manager versus a recruiter? Are they quite similar or...? Um, yep, they're, they're similar but tailored to the different types of roles. So a leader, it might be more about the overarching proposition. What is our EVP? How can they uh, reflect on it and educate their teams? Um, a hiring manager, the toolkit might... Um, uh, look at more ways that they can use EVP in, in job interviews with candidates. Um, you, you know, sometimes we use them externally with re recruitment um, recruiters to really give them a sense of how do we sell a job for this employer? Uh, what sets them apart? So it's part education, but also part how can I leverage this information in my role? Mm. So employer brand is really big on telling stories. Are some of those stories that people are, are saying in that toolkit where um, hiring managers or recruiters uh, who are empowering agencies that they're working with, they can, uh, they can read them out or quote, quote certain people within uh, the organisation? Yeah, so you tend to have what's called a, a messaging framework with your EVP and you might have an overall uh, narrative, which is which is generally fixed. And you might use that on your career's website, um, in your socials, LinkedIn, even in your job ads. Um, but then as it sort of tears down, you have proof points. And the proof points might be different depending on your talent segment. Um, and then, you know, um, employer brand managers can use those different proof points if they're trying to attract a certain um, type of candidate. And, and what do you think the most powerful way to amplify uh, your, your EVP is it, is it must do um, to, to really get that messaging out there? Um, a really growing trend we're seeing at the moment is the use of video. Um, videos, for me, like when you think about employer branding, to me it's about trust. And the, the more quickly and more easily you can build trust, the more successful your employer brand. There's nothing that builds trust more quickly than video. Uh, apart from seeing someone, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, video just, it's so transparent, it, you know, it's so authentic. And at the end of the day, we're trying to tell a people story, a human story. And I think video is is definitely a must-do for amplifying your MVP. And what type of video are we talking about in particular? Look, we use video um, for all different in different ways. So um, from the start, we might use video to actually take people internally through the research that, that was done to create the EVP and create 
kind of buy-in and excitement and we might use video to launch the EVP internally with employees because they're really going to be your advocates. Then we could go and do something that's what we call an evergreen video. It might sit on your career's website, might be a bit more polished. Uh, at the moment, we're doing quite a lot of EVP-inspired uh, videos. So often with an EVP, you might have a couple of strategic pillars. So I will develop a video around each pillar that brings it to life. Um, but then beyond that, you want your video to, um, you know, scale um, and take your employer brand to more people, more markets, and, and you apply that probably with lower production values, but it comes back to that human personalized content. And that's how you get employer brand out at scale. But it always comes back to those EVP pillars for inspiring content, inspiring conversations, and inspiring stories. And are you conscious of um, the diversity, equality, and inclusion initiatives that organization, organizations have when, uh, and, and are you giving them a bit of a nudge when you're t starting to have the conversation about video? Yeah, it's always the first thing we actually talk about is how can we be representative of your organization? We want to showcase diversity in all its forms. Um, you know, so that's that's definitely the first question, especially when we're looking at sourcing, who is going to be the face of our EVP? And and how many, say for instance, there's a job family, it could be graduate campaign, it could be, uh, we want to attract more, the goal could be we want to attract more women in, in our engineering department, or there's, um, you know, some yeah. data scientists that they're, they're wanting to uh, recruit for, like, um, what? How many videos is, is, how many stories are too many stories regarding video? Like what kind of sample size are you looking for? Uh, it, it depends again, based on, on your um, objectives, but I, I think video is such an amazing communication tool. I recommend put it anywhere and everywhere for our clients. I love that video, you can embed a link in an email. You can stick a QR code on a poster in the lunchroom and feed video. You know, you can put it anywhere and everywhere. And I think the pandemic has, has taught us um, that you don't need high quality production all the time. It's actually about the story. And as long as the story is good and engaging, um, people will, will interact with it. So um, I don't think there should be a limit. Uh, what are your thoughts on um, on people just making a start, not having to wait to an EVP is actually completed, but knowing that video is powerful, that they need to get some stories out there. Uh, are you ever advocating for them to you know just make a start on video without having the evidence of this is what our actual EVP is with a nice little ribbon on top? Yeah. Look, um, uh, yes, um, sometimes, you know, investing in EVP is often a, you know, a six month, um, quite a large investment. Um, and sometimes employer brand managers might have a, an urgent need or, a, you know, they want to do a, an attraction campaign. And we certainly can leverage video there. I think what you can do instead is take a smaller focus group of your target candidate audience and work out what are the career drivers, what are the things that these sort of people value, and that's your script for your video. 
So no, you don't need an EVP to do that. Um, but I would recommend when the time is right that you do lay down that, that holistic foundation for what sets you apart as an employer. And then your tactical videos after that can, can play off that. And then you're building a more cohesive employer brand. What are your thoughts on um, new emerging technology? I see TikTok really trending and, and companies moving towards um, TikTok to attract graduates. Have you seen any companies yeah. uh, doing it doing that well? Yeah. Um, TikTok's interesting. It's like just the number one social uh, media uh, app at the moment. And, and yes, there's a lot of interest at the moment from my clients. Um, look, some of them are a bit hesitant. They're, you know, they've only started getting into Instagram um, and testing that. TikTok's kind of the new frontier. Um, what I would say is TikTok's very much about um, user-led. I think if you're kind of corporate, you got to be careful with that. I think it's coming from... Um, you know, the, the front line or the bottom end, if you like, and, and letting uh, your employees come up with the content themselves um, and framing a campaign around that rather than having something that feels corporate and sponsored. Yeah, so that's a really interesting point. You know, enterprise organisations and the ones that I listed off with the, that you're engaging with, they're, they're really large businesses uh, in the Asia-Pacific region um, you know, let's say average is plus 5,000. It's probably more. They have branding requirements, right? What, what's the significant reason um, why they're engaging with someone like you so that they're able to meet um, those, those branding requirements? And, um, you know, and how is that? And, and two parts of the question. Do you think that's why they're a little bit hesitant to jump to TikTok to, to just open the floodgates so that users can create, you know, endless amount of content? And they may be worried about yeah, that. Look, yeah, that, that is a concern. Um, the thing is, employer brand lives in the hearts and minds um, of your target audience. The only thing you can do is, is, is influence that. Um, and, you know, if, if what you can do is try and guide and framework and an EVP would help uh, employees create some user-generated content, I think moving forward, that's the only way brands are actually going to be able to um, sustain this kind of constant thirst for content creation is to leverage their employees. And I think over time, uh, as you know, generations move forward, uh, the younger, um, more mobile savvy people, they love creating content. They've grown up with mobile phones. You know, they do it all the time. Whereas, you know, your boomers and your Gen X, they're probably still a bit hesitant in creating content themselves. They prefer, you know, the, the corporate head office to send them something that's approved before they could, um, you know, share it on socials. So it's a growing shift. And I think uh, the other part of the question is probably around often employee brand managers um, might sit in HR as opposed to marketing. And the marketing um, people are much more savvy. Uh, I shouldn't say that, but probably more familiar with um, consumer-driven uh, channels. Um, whereas maybe some of our clients, this is the first time they've ever kind of dipped their toe into certain um, channels. So it is a learning process. 
And the, do you believe that the branding requirements that these billion-dollar businesses have are preventing them from, um, you know, having a shaky camera or or moving onto a platform that doesn't um, meet their branding requirements? I think that was a concern. I think, I think, but the pandemic's kind of squashed that. Like it was really interesting, even on um, you know free-to-air TV, seeing commercials shot in someone's home and on an iPhone. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't have seen that before the pandemic. And that's kind of given us, and really, you know, Zooming from home, it's just given us all permission to forget about the shiny production values and concentrate on the quality of content. Um, if you've got good quality stories, good quality messaging, the, the production values aren't as important. Uh, in my mind, and I think big brands are now getting on board with that as okay, well. Okay, that's really good to know. And on that note, I really do thank you for for sharing your story and, and thoughts on um, you know this really important topic, which is more the amplification of of an EVP. And Simon, thanks for joining me on Town Places. Thanks, David. I really enjoyed myself. <laughs>